It's better to keep your mouth shut and let people think you're an idiot than to open it and leave no doubt. You know, I hope there's Bigfoot. I don't think there is. What a beautiful woman. Wow. He's, AJ's doing Whoa. some things right down So if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with Pop. Welcome to the podcast. Well, people, we have a disappointing, huge, absolute bullshit little bummer for you. Uh, we recorded what, an hour into the pod and <laughs> we, you know, pushed the, the end record button and Zoom immediately crashed. Application didn't respond and it hates us. So we are going to just kind of do a little short pod this week for a recap week seven. Um, we apologize for, for the inconvenience. We're going to get back at it. Um, with preview this week though for sure and have a long pod for you this one will be a little bit short and sweet for week seven obviously a huge weekend in college football um tennessee volunteers with a big win penn state obviously kind of shit themselves a little bit um michigan with a big win as well and then um tcu with a big win so there, there's plenty plenty of games to talk about but we're gonna be in short and sweet version here so we're gonna go through here um who won the weekend um, who lost the weekend? Who you had the worst weekend? We're gonna give a clown nose out, and then we're gonna have a coach of the week, a player of the week, and then who our favorite moment of the week is to just kind of recap this week real quick um, to get you guys uh, our podcast out because um, again we just had some some just difficult issues, just ridiculous issues. But um, anybody want to start with who won the weekend? I mean, yeah, the obvious answer is Tennessee, but. I must just say, from a bias standpoint, oh, you finally got a win, so I'm happy. We won the weekend. Yeah. I was gonna, dude. I was gonna say, oh, you. I was gonna say, oh, you fans won the week because Lincoln Riley lost. You guys got a home ranked win. Uh, it, it seemed like all was right in the world for, in the city of Norman. As much as that pains me to say, I hate saying that, but it, everything was right for OU fans this weekend, and that that was gonna be my my winner of the week was OU. Uh, yeah, it was a good day. It was a real good day. Um. Only thing that would have made it better is if that Iowa State receiver would have sort of got the ball. Yeah. Yeah, my goodness. I mean, we, we, we talked about it at length before this um, in the actual podcast we did, but Xavier Hutchinson really, really screwed that one up for us um, that, that wanted to see Texas lose. Um, but, yeah, I am, it's a win is a win is a win for the, for the Horns, so keep moving on. Who won the weekend to me has got to be the Michigan Wolverines, though. Um, you know, that offensive line is obviously just a, a – there's a bunch of beasts up there and they just run the ball down your throat and you can know it's coming. It doesn't matter. Uh, Michigan has been uh, a great team last year and backing it up again this year is, is even more impressive. So that program's going in the right direction and, and Jim Harbaugh on the, the Wolverines definitely won this weekend to me. Uh, next who lost the weekend? Um, plenty of people are available for this selection. Who wants to go first? Um, I mean, I guess, I mean, it's not really that shocking that they lost, but Nebraska fans got all their hopes up that they went to Big Ten West again. They just went out there and lost to Purdue. So <laughs> they're back, just back to regular, regular scheduled, I don't know what, I don't know the words, but you programming. Know, they suck. Yeah, programming. Here it is. Nebraska sucks. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, they were. Uh, they, I thought they had a chance at the Big Ten West, but they prove again and again that they're just an absolute shithole program. <laughs> uh, Drew rubbing the salt in the wound there. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with the clown or, – or, or who lost the weekend here is, is Michael Gundy. I love him to death. He's my favorite my favorite Oklahoma son. Um, but this this weekend has got to be square on Mike Gundy's shoulders because I've seen this prevent offense bullshit for years and years and years and years. And it's, it's the number one reason people don't give Oklahoma's respect and Oklahoma state respect nationally. I mean, it really is like last year we could have beaten West Virginia and Texas tech by 180. And we just didn't want to like, we, we literally insisted on playing a four quarter game and we do it against a lot of teams, but when you do it against a good team, it comes back to hurt you. And when you, when you play super, super conservative with a lead, you're going to lose some games that you just, you're not going to blow anybody out. So when you do that against a really good team like TCU, uh, you know, it's going to come back to hurt you. And that was just not a game that we should have lost. And in turn, we've lost the weekend. This is, this is my question. Whenever you like just beat the shit out of a team, just who cares about sportsmanship? Just hang a hundred of them. True. <laughs> why does I, it matter? I, I have wondered for years why we care. It's not even a sportsmanship thing. It's more like we like I'm to. You. Yeah. Like at some point you got to just rub their nose in it and say, hey, you can't play with me. Like at some point you just have to say, <laughs> I'm going to step on somebody's throat and I don't care about what they think. And I don't care if their fans leave. At some point yeah. you have to do that because this is the kind of game that that happens in. And I do want to give credit to TCU. TCU won the game. They won the game. But when you're up 30 to 16 with 12 minutes to go with the football and have all the have won all three quarters dominated those quarters, no chance you should lose that game. And you shouldn't go into a shell of yourself. You shouldn't be like, we're going to run right, we're going to run left, and we're going to run up the middle on first and second and third down. That should not be the thing that you do. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess I get it when you're up like 63 to nothing. And you yeah. Your backup's in, but at least, at least your, your backup quarterback throw the ball, get him some reps. Yeah. No, I'm I'm all in. I'm all in for no sportsmanship. If you can beat a team by a hundred, do it. I agree. Yeah, these are these are Except these are these at this point, these guys are paid athletes. Like yeah. what are we doing? It's not it's not, you know, junior high. Well, who cares if the feelings are hurt? I don't give a shit. Yeah, neither do I. All right, who lost the weekend, Calvin? Uh who lost the weekend? Uh, and this is this is going over the last three years. The teams who have played, who have gotten to the AP top twenty-five, and then had to play Georgia Southern in the, in the next week. App State lost. App State lost back-to-back years in two thousand eighteen and then two thousand nineteen. They both lost playing Georgia State the first week they were they were in the top twenty-five. James Madison gets ranked into the top twenty-five this year in two thousand twenty-two, and they lose to him. So the last three teams to play App State after debuting in the top twenty-five or playing Georgia Southern, excuse me, and and, and then going to play them, they've lost. It's been three straight losses for those teams. So if you're playing Georgia Southern the week after you get ranked, just go ahead and chalk up an L. You're not going to win it. That is yeah, fair. One. I'm glad we're talking Sunbelt because the Sunbelt, Sun man, is really exciting this year. And, again, I, I just want to talk about the Sunbelt. Like, it's just an exciting conference. And you see this year, I think everybody was really pumped about James Madison. And then Georgia, Georgia Southern sneaks up on him. And that's a team that beat Nebraska. And, like – just it's just a really fun conference. It deserves its respect. So I'm glad we talked about it a little bit. Old Dominion's up there at three and three. They're two and zero in conference in the, in the Sun Belt East. So Georgia There's Southern also... gets two more wins. They're bowl eligible. Who? Georgia Southern. Oh yeah. There's a there's a world that we see Coastal Carolina in a, a, a New Year's Six Bowl this year as well. Uh, Come on. Come I would on. love that. 
Although Tulane is going to be the team that, that they're going to have to have lose because Tulane's looked really good. Yeah, I got I got another win of the week. Okay, my ass. It's not sad again. <laughs> Kansas still got to go through the gauntlet too. They're yeah. not guaranteed another win. I don't think KU is going to be favored in any of the rest of their games, especially since the quarterback's out. Yeah, we'll see if he comes back. I mean, Jason, but... Jason Bean, I mean, he looks pretty good against OU too. He's, I think he's just a solid quarterback. He's made a couple throws that cost him. Well, let's go through their schedule real quick, and you tell me if they're going to win any of these games because I don't think there are. I've got it pulled up. If you their most to... winnable game is Baylor. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so at Baylor, I mean, I don't think so. I said that's the most winnable game I think they have. Uh, Oklahoma State at home. I don't see it. I don't loss. see it. It's a loss. Uh, they're on the road at Tech. Ooh, that's a good one. That'll be a close game. They've got Can. They've got Texas at home. Texas will beat them by forty. I I wouldn't be too sure about that. And then this I year it could be the most fun fun year we get in the Armageddon Bowl. Isn't that what they call it, the Armageddon or whatever? No, no, it's Iowa State, Kansas State is the Farmageddon Bowl. Yeah. Or, Sunflower, Sunflower, Sunflower Showdown. The Sunflower Showdown this year could be electric. Couple of teams battling it out for a for a uh, bowl eligible game there. That's our last game of the year at Kansas State. See, the three most winnable games I see right there: are Baylor, um, Kansas State, and Texas Tech. Yep. I don't think they're gonna um, be. I think Texas is a more winnable game than than Kansas State. They haven't beaten Kansas okay. State in a fucking long time. Can you beat Texas last year? Yeah. yeah, but I just think Texas is that much better than them. I don't know, man. Texas barely beat Iowa State, and Iowa State's team, Kansas, beat by three. I think it's pretty so They were playing – they were in Iowa State. We talk about every year – how we talk about every day about how Iowa State is always tough to play at home. They're always tough to play <laughs> you don't, You don't want to play at Ames. You don't no, want to play, play at Ames, man. No, no, I'm saying Kansas Kansas beat Iowa State uh, by three and I at, at home for KU, and then Texas beat Iowa State by three at home in, in Austin. Oh, Texas was, in a, was that at home? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Against Iowa State oh. this week? Yeah. Oh, it was play down to. I thought it was, I thought it was on the road. They always play down to the competition, but I don't think Kansas can stop Quinn Ewers or B. John Robinson or Xavier Worthy. I mean, I watched them this week, and they couldn't stop a fucking – they couldn't stop a cold. They couldn't stop a cold. The funny thing was their apparently their radio announcers, one of them said, Kansas is one of the best defenses in the country at, at keeping – or making an offense do double-digit play drives. Like, that's not a good thing. <laughs> it's, it's not. That's not good at all. Jeez. So uh, last time, like... Go ahead. Last time Kansas beat Kansas State at home or Kansas State at all was in 2008. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's happening. Yeah, the thing about it is, OU could have very well had about 900 yards of offense because we had 700 with that with three turnovers. Yeah. So. 700 yards of offense. I guarantee you, OSU will d- adopt a run, run, pass, punt offense for that game. We'll probably have 340. Yep. We don't like actual aggressive football. Um. Anyways, clown nose of the weekend. Um. We could get into this, but I think it's pretty obvious for me. I'm going to go with the Penn State Nittany Lions, and more specifically, Sean Clifford, because this is this is a game, man. You, you've came out your entire career. It's been a long career of kind of this exact same thing. And you have a chance to right your wrongs in a big game against Michigan. Your team's undefeated. And boy, was it a disastrous performance for him without that what, it was a 62 yard run. I think he really, really yeah. would have had, had a damning stat line, but it wasn't good either way. 
Um, so tough, tough week for Penn State and 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 their quarterback specifically. So uh, I would really like them to, to to figure it out because that was just not a great game to watch, and and, and uh, a lot of it had to do with Michigan as well. But you know, clown nose to to Penn State. My clown of the weekend goes to whoever recruits the the kicking position at Alabama. <laughs> they they never do a good job. They always they always choke it away. Will Riker missed a field goal that probably would have. I mean, I don't know if Tennessee would have got down the field as easily as they did if they didn't have the ball at their own forty. Uh, Alabama's forty already. So I mean, yeah. That, yeah. Whoever 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 recruits that position needs to be fired. Well, you figure that Saban would have fired him by now. He couldn't have a lot of people do that <laughs> position. But, yeah, Reichard was good last year, man, but he has really struggled lately. I, I, They could have lost the last two games because of him. Yeah. Uh, That's true. My, my clown nose of the week is anybody who is going to buy these uh, auctioned-off pieces of grass from Neyland Stadium. Uh, <laughs> there's currently one going for $21 that has 10 bids on it. So if you're an idiot and you're and you're buying grass from the third Saturday of in October from Tennessee Stadium, you, you, you can just go ahead and put a clown nose on yourself. That's just ridiculous. Twenty one dollars. Twenty one dollars fifty cents plus five dollars shipping. So twenty six. Oh, I would a thousand percent buy that. It, it is like literally a piece of grass. Like let me let me three, see how big it is. It's like four pieces of grass. Oh, like four like shreds of grass like four shreds of grass not like legit pieces oh i was thinking like a, a whole checkerboard out of the end zone i like that would be pretty sweet that would be cool unfortunately no it's i could go outside and grab more with a handful than what's what's being sold for 21 dollars. so what you should be doing right now as a tennessee fan is going outside picking up a couple pieces of grass and putting it in a frame yeah you could you could however buy some for 99 cents so i'm not sure why you would bid on the one for 21 dollars. those those four food. pieces of grass were more important Probably, although you do have to pay five dollars shipping for ninety nine cents worth of grass. Tennessee, uh, that's actually a really good idea, though, to make some money for your athletic program. Let's just sell yeah, some grass. <laughs> if your fans are buying grass, they're invested. So I, I appreciate that. If I'm, uh, uh, if I'm a Tennessee fan, I'm swimming down that river, getting the goalpost, and selling that goalpost on eBay. Oh, I yeah, you know that there's some hillbillies that are waiting down the Tennessee River just with a with a fishing rod. <laughs> I got some bait. Yeah, we're ready. Can you imagine just sitting? You you go with your 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 I don't know your grandson, and you're going out fishing on a Sunday, and goalposts just come right by the river. <laughs> coach of the week, though. Uh, I we we were just talking about Tennessee, and we're going to do coach of the week here um, next. I'm going Josh Heupel. I think it's pretty easy. Again, uh, we said it before on the pod that was unfortunately lost into an abyss. Um, that Josh Heupel was kind of not, not a laughing stock when he was hired, but like people were kind of acting like that wasn't a good hire. And I think there was a lot of people that were, maybe it was, uh, I don't know, uh, not a lackluster hire, but not like the big, uh, you know, big kabang that they wanted. And he's been money. I mean, two years into this, the end of his tenure and they're already beating Alabama in this high in the ranking. So he's done a great job. Uh, I'll do my coach of the week as Brett Bielma. Fighting line, I can just keep on winning. So I mean, you got to give him his props. I mean, I, I didn't. My for one, did not expect Illinois to be anywhere near the top twenty-five this year, and they just keep on winning. So good for him. Uh my my uh, my coach of the week's gonna be Sonny Dykes. He's you know I think he's a fan of the pod. I'll be honest. He's liked a couple of our tweets before. I think he might he might be listening. We so appreciate listening, you, Sonny. 
you're, you're the coach of the week for me, Sonny Dykes. Uh, as much as it pains me to say, he he didn't roll over and die as, as Mike Gundy was hoping TCU would do for some odd reason and continued to play. And next thing you know, overtime win, double overtime in there. 6-0 for one of the first times in their in their uh, historic careers of, of being a football program. Yeah, he, does, he definitely deserves some props there, um, as does Brett Bielma, Mr. Big Ten. Uh, player of the week, though, uh, to me, this one's pretty easy. I'm just going to go yeah. ahead and, and get it out of the way. Jalen Hyatt. I mean, Jalen Hyatt. What a guy. Five touchdowns, six catches. Um, if if Jalen touches it, he's scoring. So what a, what a game uh, he had. Uh, and, you know, Tennessee's main receiver, Cedric Tillman, has been out for quite a while now. And without him being in the game, Brew McCoy and uh, uh, Jalen Hyatt have both stepped up. Um, and obviously Hyatt this week against Bama. So you guys got any uh, players of the week this week? Um, I mean, right off the top of my head, just because I was at the game, I'll, I'll give it to Dylan Gabriel just because, I mean, he took a lot of crap from this year, including from me with his overthrows, <laughs> but – he had a real good game. He threw for 400 yards, four touchdowns. So he deserves he deserves some praise after this weekend. Uh, uh, player of the week for me, man. I, I want to go. You know, screw it. Don't care. I'm doing it for fun. Tanner Brown. He's incredible. Love him. Love him with all my heart. <laughs> Downtown Tanner Brown's my, my favorite player. If he if we don't have Tanner Brown on this team, Oklahoma State loses their last two games, and that's not a joke. Like they 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 lose last week, obviously, then they lose the week before for sure. Like there's no question in my mind. Yeah, 42 for 42 on kicks this year. Everybody knock on some wood for me because we need him to keep making them. But that's pretty incredible. Is he, is he one of the olds on the LSU? Is he like a, a 27-year-old? No, he's like 20. I mean, he's, he transferred from UNLV. I think he's 21 or 22. I mean, I don't know. He's normal age, though. He's, a he's not a Hutton. He's not a Tom Hutton. He's not he's, Tom he's Hutton. From, he's from Saugus, California. He's from playing baseball. That's right around that area. So he, he's, he's, he's our age. Nice. Uh, favorite moment of the week. I'm going to go ahead and, and say that my favorite moment of the week is a game we haven't talked about yet really at all. Um, USC, Utah, incredible, incredible late night game there in Utah. Um, great, great crowd. I mean, I'm sitting there, I was watching it in the car actually, and my phone is really old and really crappy and <laughs> it has terrible, terrible speakers. And I was, I could, I could realize that, man, this crowd is pretty loud. Um, so the crowd there was absolutely raucous. It was their, you know, tribute game for the two guys that had uh, previously died on their, that were in their program. So Utah deserves a moment of the week to me. They had a big, big bounce back. Um, you know, they had two losses, kind of maybe a letdown season, and they just, they just weren't going to let themselves lose. So Cam Rising deserves a lot of credit as well. Favorite moment of the week is Utah Utes. Uh, I was, I was going to say, uh, when you paint your two dead teammates inside your helmet, there's no way you lose. <laughs> There's just no chance. Yeah, it's a good point. So, yeah, that made me very happy. So I saw Caleb Williams cry again. He likes to cry after losses. I don't know. I don't know what that's about, but I mean, mm. obviously, I still, I still love that guy. But he made me, he made me a little happy to watch him. That See, upset. That's true. Drew does yeah, this Drew does this all the time. I love that guy, but I love when he cries when he loses. I love that guy, but I hope I hope he steps on his coach's head The thing is, this is the perfect this is the perfect way he lost. He had a really good game, 383 yards, five passing touchdowns, and he still lost. Perfect. Yes, man. But it, it's just funny the way you explain how you love somebody and then proceed to say you hope they do this, you hope they lose, you hope they cry. Well, I do hope he loses. It doesn't seem like love to me, really. I hope he does. I hope you do does lose. But I hope he has like that line. He does. Well, I mean, he lost this weekend, but he played well. 
Made you me hope happy. his team loses. That's what you should say. You don't hope he loses. Well, I mean, he's on the team. Well, sure, but it's not specifically him. Well, I hope USC never wins another game in the existence. I'm glad Lincoln Riley was a little – he had a little sarcastic comment when he lost. The refs were horrible, but we lost. No great bail. I don't know how the refs would have been horrible. I watched the whole game. And it's because he's a little – well, first of all, didn't, they added time for USC. Yeah, I was going to say. How is that possible? Yeah, I don't know. Because they were like, there was a timeout in the middle of the play. <laughs> okay, no, <Nope>. doesn't matter. <laughs> and, and then they added three seconds. I was like, what in the hell is happening? Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know how you call a timeout in the middle of a play. That doesn't – I don't know. I'm not sure how that works. Well, I'm, I know how it works. You just go like this. But that doesn't mean <laughs> <Yeah>. anything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, hey, my, my moment of the week is is for the uh, Stanford Cardinals. The first FBS win was was at uh, was down in Notre Dame, which is hilarious. Notre Dame has wow three losses, and two of them are to a team who only has one FBS win of the year. So, yeah, what is Notre Dame doing? <laughs> like, what in the not world? Winning. They're not I winning. Did, did not see that coming, man. A loss to Stanford. Uh, that's like yeah, yeah. bad. They're terrible. I got my moment of the week. It's uh, my moment of the week is that that Tennessee player that threw up and then started nodding up oh, yeah. on the defense. Yeah, it was an He's intimidation like, yeah. tactic. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I just did that shit. I just threw up, man. I'm ready to come <laughs> at you. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that was that was pretty spectacular. Um, yeah, but it, you know, despite him throwing up, it, uh, it was definitely not a throw up weekend in college football. Maybe one of the best Saturdays I can remember. A Saturday that you absolutely dream of. Um, great games on. I feel like there was a tie game from eleven o'clock, or no, no, from two thirty to to all the way to nine, because USC and U- Utah was close the entire time. Uh, Alabama, Tennessee, and OSU, TC were all close. So there was a good game on it almost from two thirty on. Definitely the best weekend of college football of the year. Yeah. Clemson, Florida State's a game we didn't talk about. You guys, let's talk about that one real quick and we'll get out of here. Clemson, impressive. Florida State didn't play too bad. And I think Mike Norvell's the right guy maybe, but boy, not not looking great record-wise. Yeah, well, I, the score was a lot closer than the game. Yeah. And they, just got a garbage, they just got a garbage time touchdown that made it a one-score game. But I feel like Clemson dominated from the second half on what I watched at least. Is Clemson the quietest – like number four, number five team in the country right now because it doesn't seem like nobody's talking about them very much. But boy, they got a great resume. Yeah, I was I was talking a little bit of crap on DJ earlier in the season, but he's he shut me up. He's been playing really well since then. So I mean, it looks like he's the guy over there. Him, him, with yes, him. All right, you guys got any passing remarks before we get out of here real quick and wrap up a short pod? Uh, is it really a garbage time touchdown if you're? Pulling within one score. I mean, because if TCU, was, because if TCU doesn't score at the end to tie the thing, is it the touchdown they scored before that considered a garbage time touchdown as well? Well, what time? Uh, when did they score? Because I mean, Florida State scored with like there was still two minutes left. There was two minutes left. Yes, that's I mean, not a garbage time touchdown. Well, the point I was trying to make is that they got dominated most of the game. Sure, that's fine, and, and that's how TCU did too. They just pulled out on top. But but if but if TCU doesn't win. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy here. I think I think the score at one point was 34 to 14. So I mean, I guess Florida State made a little bit of a run at the end, but I just I just never thought that the the game was in doubt. So so TCU scored with two minutes to go. No, I don't want to talk about that. 
Well, they scored with nine minutes to go. Is that considered a garbage time touchdown if, if TCU doesn't score there to tie it at the end? No. No. So how does but but if, if Florida State recovers that football, then that, then that's not a garbage time touchdown. Yeah, and no, I get what you're saying, but the thing is the difference to me is that Clemson was up twenty. They were up three scores and we were up fourteen, thirty to sixteen. So but, if it no, were they were up, no, because they, they were they were up two scores when they scored that last touchdown. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I'm saying at one point, though, in the second half, they were up by 20. Oh, she was up by three scores in the second half at one point as well. What was that? We were up, we were up by 17. 27 to 14? Or yeah. 13? No, it's 27 yeah. 13. So we, we, were, were never, we, were, we were never up three scores in the second half. We should have we been. Were up 20, were, you up, were you guys not up 24 to three at one point? We were up 24 to seven, and we, and we stopped them on fourth down. And you know what we did, Drew? Run, run, three pass, out. three and out. We could have literally ended the game right then. Like, they could have just been, yeah. okay, game's over. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we ever got up three scores in the second half. What? Yeah, 31 to 7 or 27 to 7 or, or just get a first down and punt. You just run some clock. Yeah. No, if we would have if we would have gotten – I think we had, like, five third three and outs, and all of them were at the most, like, inopportune times. Like, insanely inopportune times to have three and outs. But mm. – I get what you're yep. saying, Calvin, about the garbage time. It just never felt like to me that Clemson was going to lose that game in the second half. Yeah, that's fine. It just they were they were down by by one touchdown there with an opportunity to get the ball back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the onside though, did they? Uh, did did Florida State onside? I can't remember. I, I certainly would have had to. Yeah. Uh, See, I I turned off the game when it was thirty-four to fourteen, and I just saw the final score on my phone at the end. Yeah, I turned it to USC Utah at that point because that was a much better game. Yep. Yeah, on they onsided it. So. Oh. And they, 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 made they, even, had, they had a timeout. They had, of course, they, they had, had a timeout. Well, but they got I they got it wasn't that game was closer than 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 we're making it out to be here. I think. Yeah, oh, I, it, was, it was closer at the end. Yeah, well, that, yeah, then it's not a garbage time touchdown at the end. Yeah, you, can, you can call it whatever you want. Yes. All right, that's what I'm calling it. Not it a didn't, garbage time didn't, touchdown. It didn't impact the final score of the game. Yeah, it did. Because oh. they scored, thus making the final score be different. Drew, like, Drew every score impacts the it final score impact, of the game. <laughs> it didn't impact who was going to win the game. It didn't impact who was going to win the game. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, so they had an opportunity. Syracuse and Clemson next week, guys. Syracuse and Clemson next week. What's well, next week? Yeah, in the Carrier Dome. It is actually in t- Death Valley, but yeah. Oh, well, that's a game. <laughs> Clemson, Clemson is two touchdown favorites, so we'll see. I don't know, man. No, I'm a, I'm, I, there's a chance I'm Syracuse. Syracuse spread. I do. I'm I think I might Syracuse too. Spread. I like it, Drew. Are we gonna yeah. pick? Let's make that a pick game this week. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, All right. hey, we're gonna um, get get the the people out of here. We appreciate y'all listening. You guys got any remarks? Nope. Uh, not really. All right, go Vols, baby! Uh, find us on Instagram, Twitter at Three Man Rush FB. You can find uh, all of our stuff there. Uh, all the links to our podcast. Go ahead and rate us five stars. We appreciate you. We love you. And we thank you. God bless you. Oh boy, what happened? It's not working again. No, I, I, it's working. It says recording. I just don't know how to.